Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to Caravan Podcast, a show about Pakistan's startup ecosystem where we have intimate conversations with founders and investors driven to catapult Pakistan into the digital age. We'll discuss what it's really like to start a business, the highs and the lows, the setbacks, the comebacks, the lessons, everything. I'm your host, as always, Ahmad Mia, partner at Caravan, a community-driven venture capital platform. Now, given the nascent ecosystem, there's a massive spread between the talent in the country and the resources that are available to support them. Our mission at Caravan is to close that gap by providing both capital and expertise at the earliest of stages. You can find more information about Caravan at www.caravan.vc. In this episode, I sit down with Usama Abid, the founder of InventHub, a software tool enabling hardware product teams to collaborate efficiently, helping them save time and costs leading to faster go-to-market. So without further ado, let's get straight to Usama. So um, it's more of more to do with like, you know, my interest um, since childhood, you know, I've brought up in a family where I was sent to school, but I've, I've also gone through homeschooling. So I've never been to academies. My parents actually taught me a lot of skills that weren't uh, conventional as when uh, parents do not put effort in teaching those so you know plumbing or like you know working with construction people while building our own home so stuff like that so I've always been taught uh, you know how to break barriers how to you know break limits and you know go do stuff while actually being uh, getting educated um, so it wasn't like for to get like make money but just to learn everything so they wanted me to be jack of all trades uh, they, them being geeks and you know nerds themselves, uh, tinkerers, doing a lot of stuff. My mother is obsessed about gardening, so she has all these like you know vegetables grown out outside her house right now, and you know she just cooks those vegetables. She actually made them grow that well. My dad being obsessed about electronics all the time, even though he's he works in a textile company. So I come from a humble background. Uh, we didn't have enough enough money to you know uh, buy a lot of stuff, so I've always figured out ways to you know get things that I wanted to. So I found my way around things. Um, growing up, I wanted to become a roboticist, work work on robotic projects or build things. So kind of become a problem solver. Um, so from there onwards, I went into engineering school. Uh, I learned a lot of like stuff there, built a lot of like projects in my semester. So, you know, um, I like taking up a lot of projects because it was fun and I felt that, you know, I have less time. Um, and, and in that time, I met a lot of like met a lot of people who were my who became my mentors. So one of this professor Ali Gibran that I worked with in first semester on this device that was supposed to you know monitor cold chain a vaccine. Uh, uh, so cold chain like the uh, for you know, the polio vaccine Pakistan mm-hmm. and the cold chain ki monitoring And it was something you know the kind of exposure I was getting in that university made sense. But I eventually realized, you know, these things cannot scale and, you know, I'll end up doing job. So once say I thought, you know, it's best that I bootstrap in somehow to build a company and fund my own projects. So that's how this thing started. 
uh, DIY geeks on the other hand was a way for me to share my projects with people. I participated in a lot of like competitions, robotic competitions held at my university, held outside my university. People loved my robot. So like I was, I was making a bipedal walking robot when people were just thinking about building basic circuit circuits. So, you know, those things actually inspired those students. They wanted to learn how I did it. Where did I get all that stuff? Because 3D printers were not common. So I found 3D printer with this one guy in like some shady area and you know he was like he made it himself and he ended up printing that robot for me otherwise it couldn't have been possible so i started putting together my projects online on diy geeks as like a personal website where people can copy like the students who would ever ask you know instead of sharing it one by one over email it would be scalable for them to you know see it there but never knew how to do business um but uh, it was something passively i was doing but i never knew so I, I started ended up doing that. People started asking me, where can we find these parts? And I thought, you know, it'll make more sense if I start selling those parts to those people on some kind of commission with the market where I source them from. And, you know, it'll, make, it'll give me motivation to write more and maybe I can create more stuff. So I started like that circuit component shop uh, and I never knew what product market fit is until I started working on InventHub and I figured the product market fit out by talking to those people. So to grow DIY Geeks, I got incubated at uh, Plan 9. I went to this, uh, uh, so uh, after going to incubator, I saw people are conducting events and I wanted to bring in people, like talk to my customers and figure out how I can sell more. Um, I never knew what marketing is. I, 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 like, I had no idea. I was an engineer and an introvert, like a super introvert. I don't even remember more than five names in my classroom. So that's how <laughs> you can tell me. People hate me just because I used to score good grades. Teachers like me. And I was I used to screw the class grade like curve. So um, I conducted this community meetup where I was very shy to talk first time. Like public speaking was nothing, like something I would never have done. Uh, my team on the other hand pushed me um, and I went to that event and I told them what's my motivation is and that people started coming to that community meetup to learn electronics but at the same time the main motivation was free pizzas and chips that I used to throw off from my own personal pocket. And that's like I figured out what's the selling point and I started selling that it eventually turned into that community that I wanted to form. But the, the key thing was that the request that I was getting from them uh, were that, you know, can you couple them up in a box or something? You know, we don't want to throw, go through the hassle of buying them from here and there. So I, I made like $10,000 in three months from Circuit Component Shop, but then figured out it's not scaling well. It's just commission-based model. Uh, and the kit makes more sense. So I came up with an MVP, like a plastic box, uh, uncolored paper, black and white paper, box and geeks hangout community meetup and they started buying those kits. Or the circuit component shop and kits matured content Kids from school started buying it. So we so systematically designed a combination of components would let you build 25 different projects. You can oh, make wow, robots, okay. you can make home automation devices. So these were like combination of different kits, like robotic car, robotic arm, and you know, spider robot, a gen- generic kit to learn electronics, a generic kit to learn IoT. So we covered from school to like a university student, char punch kits. Se. It was a it seems like a box mixture of components pack away with it, but it was a lot of like um, engineering and you know thought process behind it. So the secret sauce was the recipes that we would put on our website. Um, it started selling well. We figured that university students are like you know all focused on 
getting jobs and we should go after school so that we can nurture the next generation. Uh, we started conducting a summer camps just to, you know, we, that wasn't a business model. It was a bootstrapping model. Um, so summer camps can there, uh, we sold a lot of kids at the same time. We taught a lot of kids. It did outreach for us in schools. Schools started placing uh, orders. Basically, a maker community. Like the initial maker uh, communities of, of Pakistan. Of Pakistan. We, we actually pioneered it. We created a community of more than 100,000 people in Pakistan. Like right now, we have shut down DIY Geeks. More than 2,500 people utilize our content every day. Um, I just keep on getting the Google Analytics email and I just see. And I'm happy about it. But uh, so that was the intention. And for me, the personal intention has been always making enough money so that I can fund a team uh, in the meantime to build inventor. So I never raised funding, grew from zero. Um, the, so my investors were those shopkeepers at Hall Road who were selling components and they loved me because I'm actually building stuff and people were coming to get outsourced their projects. So uh, what happened was like, you know, they ended up giving me credit based led like you know they lended me parts on credit around for six thousand dollars and that is where i started off and you know grew. um so i wanted to make money to build and went up i kept on hiring engineers from the revenue of uh diy geeks but i figured that you know this is not an easy nut to crack and going forward it was getting hard to sustain diy geeks because the market wasn't big enough we were creating the market it was requiring a lot of push i didn't know how venture capital worked even when I raised funding from honestly, with the, I mean, I don't know, I should be saying it, but I didn't know how to even figure out what valuation is when I raised funding from Tim Taper. So literally he offered me a deal and I didn't know what the dynamics are because I needed money to build something. And that's all I knew. So DIY, I kept pushing DIY geeks and I figured out that, you know, uh, we, as the revenue grow, the operational cost grows and I need to have more capital to make it sustainable at a much bigger revenue. We ended up making $90,000 in sales uh, in two years uh, with DIY geeks, but then uh, OPEX was much, much higher. Uh, and I had to actually start putting my own money in. And so my family was pressurizing me that, you know, you do something, at least make something for yourself and, you know, sustain yourself personally, don't do anything for us. So uh, I got a chance. So I've never been to US on my personal funds. I've been going through all these programs that were happening. Um, so uh, this gap program that happened through NUST, I went to Bay Area um, and I started pitching people in Hub because I thought that's the community. I've been there before on an other exchange program, realized that I'm working on something um, from a perspective of just fixing the community, I need to be thinking bigger, like creating an impact and stuff. So I came back, started thinking more. It, my thoughts get stu got stuck in my head that, you know, I need to work on Inventor more because that's going to be solving this problem in a much bigger, bigger way. And I can trickle down from top to the bottom where I'll be making money and then, you know, tricking down. So, so it, it, I went, Inventor, just give me like a summation of Inventor. Heck exactly. Like, jo, jo ko aati ke hardware startups, can open source, can like, just give a, a little summary. So Inventor primarily, abhi ke liye, so there are two versions of Inventor. Abhi ke liye Inventor is a collaboration platform, which hardware engineers, it enables them to work collaboratively on hardware projects while even being in the same office at the same time in a different vicinity, uh, which is not possible remotely. Abhi, uh, the processes that exist that helps them do it uh, are much, much like, you know, complex or they waste a lot of time on repetitive stuff. So using Inventhub saves 50% of their time. So at the same time, it improves processes for the companies that already exist and save them money and time. At the same time, it gives chance for new companies to jump in the market. Because hardware is the next software and uh, we need more and more hardware products 
for to you know uh, solve our consumer like uh, growing needs so ye dono kaam karta hai iske sath uska second version is to become a open source hardware ecosystem where you know uh it's it's like one go to place for all hardware things building sharing uh reusing finding out so so right now if i have to start a software product i can go on to github find a lot of like these open source projects combine them together and build something yeah. in hardware it's scattered on all these personal blogs of people there's no one go to place so say if we have to put together a tesla right now i can search up different blogs research papers show you open source projects we can literally build it but it's such big of an hassle rather than just going to invent hub searching for it reuse it build it so that's the vision of invent hub awesome so ye to there's a couple of things here right like covid can there there's a lot of teams that have become become remote as well and hardware in general has always been a very difficult kind of process to kind of build something in hardware because after jab hote like the amount of infrastructure the amount of capital jo required hoti hai aapki hardware ke startup mein it's so much more significantly higher than for a software company to kind of come about right um yeah. that's why we see less people coming kind kind of coming up with with ideas like tesla okay tesla mein aap dekhe piche kitna funding kitni hai the information is there but just how github kind of made it so much simpler to improve on and even to iterate fast yeah for sure so now how did at what point did you start to realize the importance of open source for you क्योंकि डीआईवाई भी काफी ओपन सोर्स लाइक लोगों को लेके एक साथ लेकर आना एक साथ काम करना वाज वाज स्टार्टिंग टू गेट ऑन दैट प्लेटफॉर्म राइट लाइक ओपन सोर्स वो माइंडसेट तो नजर आ रहा है बट व्हेन वाज इट काइंड ऑफ इंग्रेंड इन यू कि मैंने ओपन सोर्स कुछ करना है सो ओपन सोर्स के केस में लाइक आई हैव ऑलवेज रियलाइज्ड इट आई 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 स्टार्टेड रियलाइजिंग इट्स ट्रू पावर व्हेन आई वाज इन यूनिवर्सिटी यूटिलाइजिंग दिस प्रोजेक्ट्स एंड आई ऑलवेज यूज्ड टू हैव दिस थॉट लाइक यू नो आई एम यूजिंग इट एंड समवन क्रिएटेड एंड ही जस्ट लेफ्ट इट फॉर फ्री आई मीन like seriously is this guy insane so like uh that's how i started thinking about it and i started instead of like you know just taking stuff i started contributing back i thought it's my responsibility if i change something i used to email those people this is a thing this is something that's wrong or this is something new that i added i didn't know there was a license there that has actually asked me to you know do it but i was doing it unintentionally so going forward i realized it and i thought to come up with a business model that's totally open like like the copying diy is more like just making a copy of that website so and i i like you know i was i always believed in the motivation and the execution so i kept doing that and i that power made me realize that you know uh, we can break limits we can build a global economy uh, we can improve like you know pakistan on a technological front uh, by just making people realize these work ethics and for that you know we need to have authoritative voice so you know building something ourselves becoming a role model for others and then you know uh, expecting them to follow so so that's how i thought about it customers to jump on a call we're doing serious business and we were a bunch of these kids like you know trying to do something for them you know it seemed like that way um so i like you know i started pitching people but i thought was the right answer and i kept on telling them you know i'm building this ai based automated circuit design tool and i'll save you time with it so we actually ended up building that product in 3 months and we went out to these customers and we showed them 
and 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 we told the the value has always been cutting down time through collaboration so you know we told them you can come up with like a block modular based circuit and we'll come up with the circuit board that you can print so it's just going to be like a commercializable circuit ready in minutes that's the value prop we sold and while talking to the people we realized that you know we don't have enough data points and the quality of circuit is not good enough that will make them use it there are not a lot of companies or startups who would love to use the product in the market and while having those conversations people started asking about the collaboration module of the product like you know how can we use this with our current tool so like in the eighth call i actually started pitching them that collaboration tool <laughs> and told them to get about this first thing and that went really well and we started getting commitments so from there i actually got my power private beta users people working at you know big corporations uh, in north america uh, we uh, we ended up so we started building this new version of inventor the one that we're working on today like the collaboration tool for all their tools that they use um on 15th of december since then we ended up completing the private uh, beta by 1st of march in that duration we were getting a lot of feedback from those users like they were using it on an active basis uh we launched it on hacker news we just like posted i went to hacker news why why combinator hacker news posted about the product people like i didn't realize it will will get that kind of like attention i just posted about it and refreshed the page there was one comment i replied and i refreshed again there was another comment i refreshed again and there were three more comments and like i was sitting uh, on the table i i think i posted it around 12 or 1 and i ended up like leaving the table at 6 in the morning saying that oh, you know wow. i replied to the next <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm done for the day. So uh, I, I spent the whole night replying to people. It gave like a little rush as well. Like you know, it was fun that I made something and it picked that much like kind of attention. Since then, we didn't have to market the product. Like honestly, we're getting users from there. We uh, we have a lot of power users, or we kept on improving based on their feedback. So our initial goal was to make it the tool that actually delivers the value that we have been saying, cutting down 50% of time and enabling collaboration. so initially your session time was just 11 minutes and uh and then now it's more than 1 hour multiple times a day um and these people use it like aggressively and we realized that you know now we are there with the value addition that next step is to make sales uh, we went on to out on linkedin and uh started reaching out to these companies and that's where we started getting requests as in this is but missing and we realized it needs to be a complete suit before we start giving it to those users we designed it from individual perspective it needs to be designed from organizational perspective so currently we are just building that version of our product to nice. deliver it's, the it's been like a process of product bhi aapka kaise evolve its product ki evolution kaise hui by talking to the people rather than just thinking like ye maine karna hai this is what i'm going to do and then while you're having those calls that's that's such a interesting way of kind of <laughs> figuring out your your product market fit that's that's brilliant so have you seen a surge in people kind of coming to you with with covid and and the fact ke ab log ek dusre ke sath nahi mil sak rahe and there's projects that need to continue on and are looking for more softwares like yourself or or people that are getting into slack to dekh le slack pe kafi bad raha hai ab so so initially kya ho raha tha ki main customers ke sath jo jo users aa rahe the i was finding out more people to talk to rather than the ones that are on platform whenever i used to talk to them they were like i was maybe asking wrong questions from the sales perspective or understanding why they aren't using it the question was in my head for first two months i wasn't able to sell it that way uh, i mean like they, whenever i asked them they'd be like you know this is the amazing thing that has happened to hardware industry we loved it like i can show you like all the conversations not even one is a negative one everyone loved it it's like a huge change we deal with this stodgy ui of 98 and you know now it's just a whole shift workflow tool with the new advanced ui and you know something more than what they have had 
So um, I, I, you know, we, we, we were stagnant with this question. And um, why, once we started talking to like serious people on LinkedIn and figured out how to, you know, make B2B sales in actual, um, like the format of reaching out when we cracked that. And the second thing, uh, the messaging, it mattered as well. Like how we are positioning the product. So the only thing that we were doing wrong was we were selling it in the wrong way. We were giving it our own name, GitHub for hardware. We were supposed to like tell them this is the next generation of how you manage your stuff today. So that's basically PDM and PLM. So we said, yeah, this is the next generation or a collaborative version of that tool that you use to just manage your data. Um, this actually improves your workflow and do this and that. And since then the sales have changed. They were actually looking for such solutions. They are done with the current processes and the solutions they have. A lot of these companies, even like Schneider Electric, want to go to agile methodology. And it's not possible without anything like Invent Hub. So all of them are like, you know, all over the place now with us, like we're growing at escape philosophy. Um, at what yeah. point did you realize Gapki messaging needed to change for you to get this? Like, what, like, I'm just curious, if you changed your messaging or approach LinkedIn LinkedIn and you got this many kind of people kind of interested, what was, what was that one point where you're like, you know what, like, this is not working, this is not working, this is not working. Because sometimes you get into this, 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 uh, automated kind of way of going about doing business. What was that inflection point? No, something needs to change. So, so my format of operation was systematic. Whatever I do, I create a process. So uh, I believe in policy can govern people. So my policies or processes, so my framework has always been, I go back to the drawing board instead of figure out that is one. So I have three different products iterate and these are three engineering intensive products. I can bet you that market, like, you know, software market, if you ask someone, people will be like, you know, how fast iteration is going So that's also like a thing. So it was a very tough journey, like sleepless nights and all. So in terms of finding out that inflection point, so my growth projection, framework, this is how I'm going to do it. These are the minus I don't think about, I know this, I might end up building a unicorn. This company has the potential of doing that, but I take baby steps. So like right now I have the plan for that, but I'm looking at the next one year of target of sales. So when uh, now a month by month target, this is the kind of like when a user usage grow that got achieved. The next was now we need to figure out how we can convert the current customers into paying customers. And we started talking to them. So, like nobody, like they weren't, they weren't getting to that point. Like either people started replying, but they still keep on using the product. And that was like, what the odd thing, you're still using the product on free. I mean, seriously, do you want me to shut your account down or something? <laughs> so uh, like that has been the thing. And they were, they were always say, talking about this one design tool that we weren't listening to. So we, we came up with this tool that is integrated. So there are multiple design tools that people use to design. So for example, Photoshop, and there is like, you know, Photoshop made by Apple. And so like these other tools as well, we supported two, one that's made by community and is being used by community a lot. And the second one that has been popular in academia, not in industry. And we thought it's very popular. So, you know, these are the easy ones to integrate. So we integrated them. People started asking about this one enterprise tool that they've been using and we, it was very challenging to build that because their format was black proprietary binary. So I stopped listening to them. I just kept on listening to the people that I could sell to. Yeah. And at one point I was like, you know, this has been a month. This, these were my targets. I wasn't able to meet them. Nobody's ready to buy. 
either i need to call a quit or i need to you know think about something else i went to one of my advisor who has been an active advisor of my company uh, since the start we he advises me on a daily basis now it came to that point so he told me that you know and i told him you know i can when i tell them this whole version of the product they buy it otherwise they do not so am i doing something wrong and i'm being scared so he said like you know you're being scared you know have you seen elon musk he, he comes out he like you know markets this car that is not even commercially releasable for 2 years and people like throw millions of dollars like on pre orders and stuff so like you know you are you need your tipping point you are you are at your end and you need to figure this out so at that point i actually ended up making a page that portrayed the whole thing that was in my head and um like the and and while talking to those people i figured what messaging needs to be so it's like mix of what i thought and the messaging and um, it was more i would say hunger of growth that made me go through that inflection point but then this was the whole process through which we ended up doing that so after forming that page whoever we messaged comes back to us and now we're just improving our messaging and you know cutting down time so that you know we can so our sales sales touch points are like very low four calls at max that's the worst that we need to take and we just make the sale amazing so tell me about on your journey like what were some of the most difficult most rewarding points and how did you get how did you personally grow through those hardships like ye jo bhi aap bata rahe ho ki aap like you know you you had this process you went through it what were like your your personal inflection points in these acha so personal inflection points so the one being the top you wo ye ki mere paas exposure bhi nahi tha aur maine kabhi like pehle itna zyada read bhi nahi karta tha is tarah ki cheezon ke bare mein so again when i was raising funding from tim draper i didn't know how to read a term sheet <laughs> and i got like this document 98 pages of document that i had to go through aur mujhe samajhna tha ki you know wo incorporation document or seed stocks and i didn't know what's the difference between safe and equity round since then to day i'm talking to these investors about how i'm going to multiply valuation so this is just one year in my life so i learned really fast um that's one thing uh, in terms of like the critical things um so uh again backing your numbers and having solid growth in your hand rather than just going out with like all this fluff that you know we are building this cool thing and we'll be able to do it and this is our hype and all that stuff um so when i ended up talking to these investors in beria uh, i went out with like very high expectations in term of valuation and um so i keep myself in check with like by going to the next step touching it and you know getting the feedback and going coming back and fixing myself to when i get there so i went up, went to them i asked for such higher valuation and such big check size without the kind of metrics that i needed to have those people actually didn't mind they actually gave me feedback <laughs> they liked me as a person as in like i was a very ambitious i was ans- answering all the questions so you know they they ended up giving me feedback they stayed connected with me i had no network so i realized over time that i needed to build network and i cannot work clo- in closed doors i need to meet more people and right people so so yeah the biggest interaction point in my personal growth was actually talking to those people one two having advisors were just one step ahead of me instead of like bringing mark zuckerberg as an advisor i would always suggest other people as well bring people on board as advisor who's one step ahead of you because he knows your challenges much more than you and he has just been through that so he'll just tell you the right answer crisp and sharp because he won't you won't want you to waste time the way he might have done so ye do cheeze iske andar bahut zyada key role play karti rahi hain to teach me to running cash was one as well i mean that, that's awesome yeah uh, i mean the last question i would ask is describe three of the most important lessons that you've learned but you've already tell, told me to would there be one more that you would like to add 
Um, yeah, so this this one thing, uh, like you know, uh, if, so look, a lot of people might have like you know uh, uh, started tried like building products in uh, Pakistan. So one thing that I'll tell them is that you know do not go out to raise money. You never need a product. Uh, you never need money to sell a product. Like right now, I'm going through that curve. I've always wondered how these Silicon Valley based companies have gotten that kind of growth. I mean, the basic company that I see pitching to YC is like a $1 million in sales. And we do not even cross this $10,000 a month revenue, like with all the SaaS products that I see in the market or like other products as well. So, so, so like, you know, keep your mindset like to the higher limit instead of just staggering around, like, you know, these smaller numbers. And the second one is that, you know, find product market fit first before doing anything. Like, and the clear answer to having a product market fit, it's obviously an evolution based process, but the clear answer will be at a point where you don't have to sell the product. And believe me, people say that, you know, this is all something in books. No, it's not. It's actually true. I don't have to sell my product today. It's just something I tell them and they, they like when we take a call with them and ask them, what do you need? And they tell me the same product that I'm building. So just, just take your thought process out, try to validate it with at least more possible resources and you can definitely do it. Like, so yeah, these are the two lessons. Have advisors always like, you know, knock down your ideas with them. And the second is figure out the product market fit before building anything and you don't need resources. So just as a student of computer science, maybe in the last year, just think of an idea, build the product, go out and post the link on uh, product hunt and you'll know if your product is needed or not. If you do not get upwards, that means you built the wrong thing instead of saying that people didn't get what you were building. Definitely that could be the scenario, but something you'll learn while you know trying again and again on product hunt. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys have any comments, your feedback, please do send them my way. Mera direct email address hai amad at caravan.vc or na aap hamare baare mein aur information hasil kar sakte hain on our website which is www.caravan.vc or on Instagram. Um, our handle is at caravan.vc. Until next time, Khuda Hafiz. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.